Hi everyone, Ellie here. Just before we begin, I wanted to give a bit of a content warning. In this episode, there is the slightest blink and you'll miss it allusion to dementia. Listener discretion is advised. It's probably fine, but I just wanted to flag it in case that's something that you don't want to hear on a fun escapism podcast. I may post a short description of what happens so that you don't miss out on any of the story stuff. We're really proud of this episode and we hope that you enjoy it. Previously on Deck of Many Aces, essentially you're going to be putting out these fires and, uh, well, if there's any indication of what might be causing them, then uh, you report it back to us. When you mention your brother, Raina looks a little bit distracted and sad. Are you okay? I just don't know where he is. It's really not that. You can't just kind of hand wave and say, oh yes, it's clearly from another plane of reality without that implying a lot about a very powerful wizard doing it or a university of powerful wizards doing it or a god doing it, which may be happening. It may be a god doing it. Well, if it's a god doing it, I don't know if we necessarily want to stop him. Oh, well, if it's a god doing it, it's clearly above our pay grade. This is not a problem that we can solve in one day, correct? Correct. Sure. I want to know how you found out about this particular opportunity and why you decided to join us. I'm afraid I'm not entirely sure. Many Aces, an actual play podcast made with actual asexuals. We are a group of people who identify somewhere on the aromantic or asexual spectrum playing 5th edition D&D with a twist. Every character's backstory, present and future are based on cards drawn from the deck of many things. I am Ellie and I use she, her pronouns and I will be your DM today, your demisexual... <laughs> Mungo Jerry, because we've just spent so much of the last few weeks talking about cats <laughs> that it's just all that's in my head. I don't think we spent that much time talking about cats, just a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> Too much time. Uh, does everyone want to introduce themselves? Hi, uh, my name is Am. I play Tosia Atherdale, a Lockstorm Battlemaster fighter, who is just excited to be a bit of a tourist. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Tory for a second then, and I was like, Am, not <laughs> no. on this podcast. <laughs> Tazia's probably a centrist at this point. That makes sense. That makes sense. She needs character growth. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Chloe and I play Raina Riftwood, a tabaxi bard, who is, I promise, more smart than she sounds. Uh, And we both use she, her pronouns. Oh yeah, Toz and I also use she, her pronouns. Oops. I am Ariel and I'm playing Delcy, who's a 
uh, grow folk, warlock, uh, and I use uh, she they pronouns, and Delphi uses she her pronouns. Hi, I'm Katie. I use she her or they them pronouns, and I am playing Morgan, who is a tiefling wizard, does time magic. Cool. So, uh, what happened last time, uh, everybody? We we ch- talked a lot about problems that. Uh, Ellie subtly told us we couldn't solve. We saw some magic dust. Which is not a His Dark Materials reference, I swear to God. Yeah, I've been watching His Dark Materials, so I was like, hmm. 50% of the party have no understanding of current events, politics, or technology. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say you're wrong. (laughs) No. No. We left off, um, Bastet had... uh, just confronted Delphi. She'd said that this was a uh, the project Arrowways is a big, uh, a big project spanning lots of different towns and cities, but that where Delphi is from was not one of them. And so said, "How did you find out about this opportunity and why?" And Delphi said, "I don't really know how I found out." Care to explain what you mean by that? Well, I was travelling with my father. He's a trader who um, brings me from the forest to the desert. And along the way, some events transpired. It's a long story, but um, afterwards, when I was back, I I don't know how to describe it. I... I knew that this was happening, or going to happen, it's, and I, I made my way here. You say you knew this was going to happen by, what, a premonition, or? No, it, there was no, it was, it was like the memory was always there, there was no point where I didn't. I see. I, I, I can't say that I really understand what what you're saying, but um, Delphi, can I trust you on this operation? I hope you can. <laughs> Good. I just I have a pretty clear idea of uh, everyone else's allegiances. I just couldn't quite get a handle on yours, but. If you say that I can trust you, then I can trust you. I thank I, you. I do not wish to do any harm to you or the city of Atasorbus. I'm very glad to hear that. Atasorbus has an international reputation to uphold, after all. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Could you send Rainer in? Yes, of course. I love that. Thank you. Basta is like a uni lecturer. <laughs> Uh, waiting for their <laughs> their next seminar. <laughs> so these are my office hours. Um, Reina, you wanted to speak to Bastet. Yeah. Um. So y- you said when we when we started, you said that you you you'd found the captain of my old ship. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I have Captain Sterling. Yes. Um. I haven't actually spoken to him in a, in a in a while so i was i was wondering do you have any 
uh, contact information or like oh do you know where I yes, can find of course. him I can give you his address oh, thank you so much that would be really really helpful Bastet gets out you a don't have to tell me a fantasy and... address you can... <laughs> okay I'm good you can just okay, say well, I, I will I will tell you that even though you're not entirely sure about the layout of Catgirl City you know that this address is uh, at the port cool was that everything thank you yes that that was it thank you um thank you very much uh i think what we were trying to do out in tetmet and everything well i think that we didn't really do much to stop it so i don't know if you want to keep an eye on that or something understood scooter's given me a small debrief and uh I uh, I will arrange to ensure that there's some wizards and uh, maybe a fighter sent to keep track of, of the events there. Thank you. I've, I really wouldn't want want those poor people to keep getting attacked if, if we can if we can stop it. Of course, yes. That's well. We are uh, responsible for them after all. So yes, uh, I'll uh, make sure that that happens. I have an out of character question. Which did any of us? try and discourage her from sending a whole bunch of fighters like we were asked to. Oh, well. <laughs> um, to be fair, I didn't really give you the opportunity. I think Tozia made an active effort to do that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I will retcon uh, and say that that you that when you were explaining everything to her, you emphasised the need for magic tracking rather than mercenary force. I think Harley's got that covered. <laughs> he is a little babby. I need to stress to you, he is like a little babby. He has like 11 health points. Like, he's not, he's not like... Is he like a level zero? Yeah, he's like a, le- he think he's like level one. I made, I made him Don't baby. Don't say health points. It's hit points. Hit points. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's been a, lo- I was about to say it's been a long day. It's Sunday. I have no excuse. <laughs> It's Sunday and it's four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, you have all been paid a uh, hundred GP Ooh. each, a hundred gold pieces. So, um, what do y'all want to get up to in Catgirl City? What's everyone doing? Did um, we like agree to have the the, the kitten's arms or whatever we're going to call it? It's <laughs> <laughs> like ah! the base. <laughs> Yes, oh. yes. <laughs> I'm sorry for that terrible name. No, that's Depends wonderful. how objectionable it is. Morgan might turn right out again, but... Um... <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Do we have lodging provided by Arrow Ace? Uh, yes. Uh, Project Arrow Ace has set you up in a uh, modest mid-sized hotel in the government and financial district. Uh, that's probably so a better base. <laughs> it's nicer than the kitten's arms. Okay. The girls are going shopping. You've got a hundred GP to burn. I mean, not like don't don't spend all of it at once, lol. But you know, <laughs> I've decided what Morgan's getting. Morgan is buying an alchemy kit because she has usually always had access to the one and kind of hadn't really thought about it uh, and didn't re- just realised a bit late. Oh, I don't have any alchemist supplies. Hmm, that might be useful. So that costs 50 mm-hmm. gold pieces. That's half the budget gone already. What's in an alchemy kit? It doesn't actually say. There's sort of things you can do do alchemy with, though. Uh, I think like like a, like a magic chemistry kit. 
is the gist. All I'm imagining is like one of those like kids chemistry kits of like make a battery out of lemons. It's, it's <laughs> you can do stuff with it. I can't remember what they are, but I think I picked out. Al- I'm pretty sure I picked alchemist kit proficiency for a reason, so I might as well have an alchemist kit. She is also going to so that's fifty gold pieces. She's going to get 10 gold pieces worth of equipment to recast Fine Familiar so she can remake Green, the the lovely parrot. No. So that's 60 gone. Green is back! Green will Yay. be back once I spend an hour casting Yay. the spell, yes. Oh my gosh, okay. Then also going to pick up some bits and pieces in a little box, 15 gold pieces, that may or may not be recognisable to other party members as a forgery kit. Ooh. Forging documents. What's Morgan up to? Dot, dot, dot. Morgan has hidden depths. You don't have to tell us if you don't want to. And then finally... D- did you say Morgan has hidden depths? She does have hidden depths. <laughs> I know, it's just the way you said it. She can do things other than time magic. And then last of all, she is going to go to a shop to try and find some slightly nicer clothes down to a single waistcoat in her in her bag a single waistcoat that she's been wearing to fight these monsters in the desert and it's all right waistcoat but it's not very nice looking so she's going to get a nicer waistcoat before she goes to university something a bit sparter Ooh, I thought you were going to say something a bit sparkly then and I was like ooh Uh, the the waistcoat is a bright uh, shade of blue which does clash very badly with her purple skin and hair excellent so I don't know what the official cost for that would be, but clothes fine is listed as 15 gold pieces and clothes common is listed as five silver pieces. So can I put it? I feel like five GP. Like 10. Okay. We both went very different. Maybe like, oh, well, let's meet in the middle at seven GP. Okay. This is what haggling is. <laughs> yes. Uh, just just a nice waistcoat so that is i i can't do maths uh i i should be able to do maths katie what's your degree in again uh, i haven't got the degree yet so um <laughs> two months left so nothing technically so that is 82 i think i yeah to be fair you just said numbers and my brain just shut off yeah okay anyway i will i will uh, stop hugging the limelight now what's everyone else buying <laughs> Yeah, what's everyone else buying? Wizard is an expensive profession, isn't it? I would like to buy a mm. themed snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you find a a cute little uh, snow globe that is... I would say it's probably overpriced at like 3GP, but it's like a like a little uh, version of like all of these little and you can see the whole like city like the, these like little cat towers and then there's like a small like sphinx building and then some boats uh, and it says like we love Actress Orbis home of the cat girls oh I was gonna say I'll drop about five gold pieces on like a guided tour of, a his- of historical points of the city as well excellent can Raina go with her just for the lols <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, because I haven't spent a lot of money. I'll buy Rainer's ticket as well. So I'll drop 13 gold pieces altogether. Cute. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. Rainer's going to, like, try and try and not make you do that, but it'll probably end up being too awkward, and she'll just be like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you go on this uh, this tour around Catgirl City. It's a, it's like, I feel like it's one of those, like, open-top bus tours, but it's, like, an open-top wagon very cool you drive past like the government building where you were right in the center of the town is like a is like a big sphinx and the tour guide talks a lot about like 
the cat girls proud and great culture and how they are like you know they're just really great and they've they've done lots of endeavors and just how they're really cool and awesome basically then you drive down to the jewelry quarter and they explain how through brackets intervention in Navrosh, <laughs> by which I mean they tried to invade and ah. failed miserably and so decided to do trade relations with them instead that Navrosh is like very big on their jewellery and that through this sort of cultural exchange uh, the tabaxi have now also got like a, a good foot in like the diamond business and uh, various jewellery professions and you drive past the the port which is kind of like if you've been to like it's kind of a mix between this is this is so this is so like niche ellie weirdness but like it's like a mix between cardiff bay and port elizabeth or um cape town like that kind of vibe of like yeah yeah no i know what you mean that's kind of what i was picturing Yee. So for people who haven't been there to either of those places, because I don't want to be, like, obscure. Everyone's been to Cardiff Bay. They've all watched Doctor <laughs> Who. Yeah, that's true, actually. Do- yeah, of course. Yeah, Doctor Who did... I-, I always forget that, like, Wales is not this, like, unknown backwater that, like, probably many, many people from all over the world have seen many locations in Wales and just not realised. Yeah, this is true. Anyway, so it's like a partially, it's partially industrial, so there's like still lots of like ships, and it's a working port, but there are also bits of it that have been kind of, for lack of a better term, like kind of gentrified. Um, there's like cute little boutique restaurants and like, and amusement things, you know, there's like a really small like amusement park with like a, a little ferris wheel and stuff so it's kind of been converted to a tourist site as well as a working port rain is looking more and more confused as this goes on oh <laughs> bless you uh and then the tour finishes back where it started cool that was that was so interesting i, I really learned a lot yeah yeah it was Sorry, it's just that I haven't... It's very different to the last time I was here. Oh, that's really interesting. How come? Well, I went away for a bit. Kind of by accident-like. Um, I'm not really sure how long it was, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and then, like, the like the port and stuff, it was, that wasn't all there. Just... It was just a port. <laughs> like, there's just ships. That's what port's for. We didn't have jewellery. That weren't a thing. Hmm. But they said that was quite a long time ago. So, yeah. It's... Was it? It was, right? I don't know. They didn't really tell us any years or anything. Hmm. I give Raina like an awkward shoulder pat. <laughs> she's, like, she's like trying her best to explain, but she doesn't understand. So she's like, Ugh! before we do anything, I did want to buy some studded leather armour. So oh, slightly less squishy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. How, just, how much is that? It's forty-five gold pieces. It's quite expensive, but yeah, it's worth it. It is worth it. <laughs> I'm gonna do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll sort out the maths later. I totally forgot about armor. I don't think I've got anything left, even if there was appropriate armor for. I won't know. Do Wizards you have mage armor though? Wizards can't wear armor. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't think I've got proficiency yeah. in anything interesting. 
Uh, yeah, ignore all yeah. that then. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thing is magic. playing my druid, in which you can can play. You can wear quite a bit of armor. Or a warlock, because they can wear it most armor. Yeah. So Raina, uh, you heading down to back down to the port. Yeah. With the address in your hand, having a leisurely stroll and like having a look at like what the hell is a Ferris wheel kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And so you make it to a slightly more run-down part of the port. It's kind of like, <laughs> similar to Cardiff Bay, um, it's like the shiny new build is like kind of the front and centre and then like a couple of streets back. Uh, it's clear that there's some wealth and equality problems in Atasorbus. So it's a slightly more like run-down. The buildings are less recently renovated and you stop outside outside the door of, of your old captain. What are you going to do? Knock on the door. You open the door and the face of Captain Oscar Sterling... Did you... You did re- not name him after my cat. <laughs> yes, I you did. You did not. <laughs> I literally... I was, like, trying so hard to keep that under wraps. The entire, I was karma. like, Captain Sterling. Karma, you have to. Ellie... I'm yeah. so upset. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what my pain has been like, trying not to laugh every time Scooter is mentioned. So Oscar Sterling is a young, like... How old are you? You're like 19, I'm, aren't you? Well, yeah, technically. Baby! Yeah. Um, he's like 25, uh, and he's got like daffled orange and white fur. And he looks at you, and there's no recognition in his face and he's like um hi can I help you um hi uh Captain Sterling oh um no no that's that's my granddad I'm I'm Matthew have you you've named him after my brother now what are you doing Ellie what are you doing (laughs) <laughs> I literally, I literally forgot that your brother was named Matthew. I'm so sorry. There's too much, too much for me to deal with here. <laughs> we have a, a different name. For oh God. Um, oh my God. Like, uh, anyway. Can anyone think of a male name anyway. for a grandson? <laughs> I can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the only male names I know are for fathers. <laughs> yeah. I think we could, we could, we can stick with Matthew, can't yeah, we? It's fine. Just, it was just a just funny. A bit weird. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, Ray looks quite shocked, and she goes, "Oh, um, d- does he live here?" Yeah, yeah. Who's asking? It's Raina. Oh, you're Raina, right? Right. Ah, uh, okay. Um. Uh, well, come in. Come in. I, I go in. <laughs> Matthew um, kind of gives you a, a quizzical look and is like, "I look. How do you know my granddad? Well, he, he was my captain. Well, I served under him uh, once, twice. Right, uh, right. Okay. Well, the thing is, I'm I'm actually the, the person who wrote that that reference. Um, oh, it it got. Uh, sorry to to." not be uh, 100% honest with you but um well uh, I got the request and uh, I heard about my, my grandfather's story so I kind of assumed I was just helping a stranger look do you want to do you want to see him yes please 
so he leads you through this like relatively small house um, and in the back there's a small kind of converted bedroom and lying on the bed is is actually Oscar Sterling but he is far far older than you remember him you remember he was about six years older than you so he should be like 25 and this man is in his 90s oh okay that's cool yeah yep <laughs> and he looks over at you and his his vision is very cloudy but he still manages to sort of pick you out and he's like Raina I, I can't believe it I, I thought you were dead I like go over and is there like a chair next to the bed or something yeah yeah there's like, a chair next to the bed sit on that chair and be like what sorry um hello <laughs> uh what what happened I don't understand you uh, you, you, you you're so old <laughs> well uh, Rainer that's I'm I've grown up I'm I'm confused you're still I thought that that day when 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 you and your brother went to explore that island we all thought that well that you died but but that you being here doesn't make any sense we're we're, it's making less sense the the longer we go on yeah how how you been, I guess? Well, uh, uh, I can't complain. My my grandson tries to keep me comfortable. I, um... I miss the sea, but, um... I don't think I'd be much use on a on a boat now. My, uh... <laughs> my paws are a little bit shakier than when, when you knew me. Well... I'm not imagining you, am I? I'm... No. I'm I'll take his hand. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm real. I, I promise. He tears up a little bit when you take his hand. I don't know exactly what happened, uh, but I'm back now, and, uh, well, do you, I don't know where Seth is. Do, do you know? Do you know where he is? I haven't seen Seth in over 20 years, I think. He retired about 10 years after me and said he was going to travel before settling down. He wanted to see the world, the world on land that is not just the, the sea. Right. Um, I probably should have asked this earlier, but um, how many how many years has it been since that day? I don't, I don't know. Oh, um, Matthew, Matthew, how, what's the date today? Uh, and Matthew tells him the date and the year and he kind of refocuses on you, Rainer, and says Rainer, it's it's been seventy years. What happened to you? I I, I don't I don't know. I just was in I fell, I, I fell down the hole, like you know, and then, and then it's all a bit blurry. It, it was like 
some sort of place where like all the colours are, are brighter than they should be. And then I came back somehow and I was on a beach and then and then suddenly I can play the flute. My mum's old flute. Oh, she loved that flute, didn't she? She did. <laughs> but she couldn't play it, and I and I couldn't play it, and now I can. Well, I'm um, I'm glad you're back. However strange it might be. Yeah, so am I. I think Rain is probably tearing up a little bit now. I'm yeah. tearing up in real life. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> I can't believe you Captain America'd her. How dare you, Sorry, Ellie. that's I'm assuming it is not. Okay. <laughs> Katie, for your for your information, I Captain America'd myself. I was about to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, I assume there was some backstory agreement there. But like, and I'm just here with my Ooh. wizard who's on a sabbatical. And you're all with this tragic backstory. I love it, but... <laughs> The funniest thing was I literally like I started making Rainer and I was like she's gonna be a really positive character, and then I was like, <laughs> no, she's an alcoholic with with she's no not friends. An alcoholic. <laughs> you know, this year has done too much to us to have un, un like just have cute happy characters with no backstory she issues. She's cute and happy and have her friends all be seventy years older than her. So was Tosia here for this? No, I think I think that was I think this no, was just Rainer, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So I assume you stay and you talk to Oscar for a little bit yeah. longer and catch up as his grandson is is leading you out. Uh, Matthew turns to you and is like, "Well, I don't know who you are. I, I can only assume that you're related to the Rainer that my granddad knew. But um, well, his memory's not doing so good nowadays and." Thank you for reminiscing with him. I, I don't know if I trust you, but um, well, it was nice that you brought me a bit little peace. Well, I'm glad. Uh, thank you for letting me see him. No problem. It means a lot. I'm. In case you ever, he ever asks, or you ever need me, um, I'm working for the government at the. Uh, I'll tell him where the hotel is. Ellie here. Apologies for interrupting the action, but I have another promo for you today. Do you ever find yourself listening to Deck of Many Aces and thinking, you know, I love the vibes of this, I love the queerness, I love the content, but what I'm really missing is TTRPG systems that aren't D&D. Boy, have we all been there, and boy, do I have a podcast for you. Our sister podcast, A Rendezvous with Destiny, are an onyx path sky on podcast for those of you who are not familiar with this system demigods demigods everywhere what could be more queer than multiple pantheons nothing is the answer to that question the other great thing about rendezvous with destiny is that am is in it she plays flora watson daughter of sun wukong the monkey king and she is amazing in it there's lots of chaotic energy and good times galore and that party is just so much fun so, without further ado, roll trailer!
Thanks, Chloe! This world is not our own. It may look the same for the most part, but things are different here. Myth is history, not legend. Welcome to A Rendezvous with Destiny, a Sky on Actual Play podcast. Forever, I am your GM, Luce, and with me today I have... Hi, I'm Graham. I play Elspeth Lockwood, the Guardian of Balder. Elspeth has realised that she is in a divine library, and she's definitely going to at least at least make a hold, if not take out some books. Um, my name is Elspeth Lockwood, and I have borrowed your copy of... Um, does it have an ISBN number? I assume it does not. Uh, hi, I'm Will. I play Cleo Brewer, who is a chosen of Bast. I, I like, like, sorry, sorry. Is is there anyone who 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 is, looks like they are available but wants to fight? You just wipe this guy out completely. You, as soon as you clasp hands, you slam his hand into the table. If there's anyone watching this, I want to just do like you know the predator handshake with them. Hi, I'm Am, and I play Flora Watson, daughter of Sun Wukong, the Monkey King. I have a backup plan if we can't figure out what the trap does. I feel like Flora's plan is just like to throw something down the corridor and see what happens. I was actually gonna just run through it really fast and activate it. I'm very fast. I'll be fine. All you can see is his. He is face down on the desk. And just sort of making a low groaning noise. You alright there, Mr. Hades? No. They have jumped upon Ra's barge and headed through an archway into the underworld. Oh, I haven't properly introduced myself, have I? I'm Loki. Nice to meet you. A Rendezvous with Destiny is available on Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you find your podcasts. Come follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rwd underscore pod. Maybe now is a good time to do cut back to slightly more lighthearted Delphi and her veg. Spicy veg. Spicy veg. Spicy veg. So what's so what's what's Delphi doing? Like trying to find some some good good veg. Yes, yeah, so they're trying to find. It's probably like the trade area, but like where things are imported to. And she's trying to find a vendor who's selling veg from Pilati and all the nearby places. And, and as well as that, they're looking for uh, any other grove folk that are around. You head to uh, a covered market that's like not too far away from the port, tucked away in the corner. Calvary's quite, it's quite isolationist, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of by, it's, it's the thing of, it's not inherently isolationist, but it's, it happens to be isolationist because of the food stuff of it. People struggle to eat the food that they make, and they struggle to eat the food that other people make. And so they, like, if you want to live outside of it, you have to import food. Or if you want to live into it and you can't, you're not a grower, you have to import food, and it's a real pain. Mm-hmm. So people just, like, kind of don't bother, or, like, unless they really love the places, and then they're like, oh, and have a lot of money. Yeah. There's a very tired-looking Grove Folk person in the corner with a very, like, it's, you know, I I, I assume this is, like, maybe mid-afternoon, so everyone else has, like, uh, kind of half-empty tables. They've had, had, like, a good day of business, and this poor, poor person is just sat in the corner with, like, a table full of spicy veg. Um, And I'm imagining as well, like, like, different kind of 
goods that aren't just like produce you know like i feel like calrity produces like a kind of like a kimchi or like something equivalent because yeah, that's what i went like like pickled stuff what is the spicy veg is it literally just a specific vegetable that's spicy no 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 it's like general spice spicy food of like in terms of it's they'll have like mushrooms and fruits and veg and some like prepared stuff that's been created so like um, pickled veg of various forms and like mm. weird jams and all of that stuff but like spicy veg for shorthand this the this person they like perk up as soon as they see Delphi because I think this is like this is the only other grow folk person you have seen like when you like you've wandered all over the city this is the only other grow folk person you've seen and it's clear that they're like they're kind of like a traveling like salesperson they've like they've just come to the city for a couple of days and then they're gonna pack up and move on so they look delighted to see you I Delphi like is very excited to see any because they were almost like not expecting to see someone you can spend all your money on spicy veg they they start speaking in I don't know any of the words for any of this stuff I haven't thought of them yet but in the growth of language and it is it's the thing of it's so completely different to common or any or most other like languages that are spoken in the world but because they're like what what is going on who is saying all of this stuff yeah like the vendors around uh, around like to the left and the right were already kind of like had like inched their tables away from from this grow folk because they kind of didn't really couldn't really like they were like this is a tree person i don't understand but as soon as you start talking in this like this language that is completely and i feel like because you're trees as well i feel like there's like elements of it that are just like completely impossible with humanoid vocal cords like there's like bark rustling and like like wind and stuff like that's kind of incorporated into the language so they just like like they look over at at both of you and they're like kind of like look away like trying to yeah. be like I'm not associated with this please come and buy my stuff and don't look at the two tree people talking what you saying to them Darcy's like they're pretty sharp but they're like you're um here what, where where are you from I haven't seen another grow folk in uh, months? Really? I'm from East Calority, and let me tell you, I understand why people don't leave the forest. I am on my last route. Like, nerve, to be honest. I don't understand any of these people. All of their food tastes weird. Uh, and it gives me indigestion. It's awful. It's so bad. It has no taste. Why would they boil vegetables? I don't understand. Just oh, horrendous. The worst thing in the magic. They tried to they tried to roast potato. What are they doing? No. <laughs> no. Why would they do that to potatoes? So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my wares out. Um, maybe uh, maybe out a little bit further west, and then I'm gonna head back. I think because this isn't getting me anywhere. But I'm glad I met you today, friend. Is there anything I can do for you? D- uh, yes, I I would love some good food. They'll spend not an, a a pretty hefty chunk of money on on this food and on like very they they try to get things that will last a while as well. So that they'll get some like veg and stuff for the time being, but also like the mushrooms, uh, dried mushrooms mm, and things like that. Spices. Things that are a bit more 
yeah, lots of spices and things like that, just to like, so that they can improve general food. As they're picking through, they kind of, they, they'll offer some advice that they know from places that are slightly further, further uh, north and west, and but have, that have some people that they know from their father trading, and like that kind of stuff. Just, you know, have a conversation with this person about like, things in their own language. So how much did you say you were going to spend? I'd say probably 15 gold on um, vegetables. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I was going to say like 15 to 20. So yeah, you spend good 15 GP on on like, yeah, some pickled stuff and some like, yeah, things that you can eat in the future, but also things that you can eat in the immediate present. Morgan! Okay. Do you want to hit the hit the books or hit the university hit the university yeah uh i assume there is a university in atasorbus so there is one university that you have found out about on your sort of uh poking around and uh i think you've got like a feat not a feat but like a background feature that allows you to uh, know i've got the 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 role play thing that uh, i can uh the, the researcher thing from my background blah 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 if you attempt to learn or record a piece of law if you don't know it you know where and from whom you can obtain it blah 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 but to be honest she's going to have known she, she knows what the major universities in the world are she, she'll know that it, there'll be a university here so um there is a university it's again like a lot of this is like centered around the port it's like not too far away from from the port like maybe a 15 minute walk uh it's the it's it's usc which is the university of south catgirl city oh my god you you go and you check it out and you have a look at the sort of the buildings and the facilities and you do you want to roll a history check uh uh let me tell you yes i do because i have plus four history so i do want to um let's see there's my d20 haven't used it yet this session no there's been no dice for ages oh, 11 yeah. plus four is a 15 cool with a 15 you remember like when you were applying to to different universities and you you looked at the university of south catgirl city you remember a few things it's uh known for its kind of extortionately expensive tuition fees uh for one uh so uh but like more even more than average in this world because the tabaxi are relentless capitalists and they are very much of the mind that you can put a price on education and that price is many 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 gold and it was enough that even your family were like that's a bit ridiculous Mm. the other thing that you remember about this is that even though they have certain departments such as they have like a bardic college that is like world renowned they have some good like like a good engineering department and they have a lot of um good kind of political sciences you know they've got ppe and uh like a kind of like naval academy and stuff their science department are you leading up to tell me that there is no theoretical physics department their theoretical physics department is non-existent and their general science department is lacking however they do have an incredibly well-stocked library that you can check out okay so do, do they have any do they just have like do they have any wizard colleges uh, school they have places? they have what, what what schools of magic are there hello this is the question i think they have a school of evocation and transmutation oh, and that's it that's 
They don't even have a proper theoretical physics department. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, that's... This is very much a university where people go when they have a lot of money and they can pay their way into a, a well-respected job title rather than okay. for the love of learning. Yeah, the university in Brawl has separate departments for each of the standard schools of magic and a chronomancy department and uh, departments for theoretical physics and theoretical alchemy and theoretical biology. And they have an applied alchemy department. Uh, they no longer have a practical biology biomancy department for Warforge-related reasons, but they, they are pretty well stocked on the sciences, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, Morgan is not pleased by this, but I guess she will go see if there's, find if there's a big science, science library anywhere? or Yeah, if you go into the library, it's like a slightly tacky new build. It's not like... You, you're so used to... In, in Brawl, the, the buildings are all quite old and beautiful uh, and this was very clearly like thrown up quickly 25 years ago and they thought that like if they just like put some you know glass panelling on it that they could justify it as like minimalist architecture oh but it's just gross that being said there is like a there's a, a small part of the library dedicated to sciences I guess I'll ask the librarian to point me there yes uh, and a like quite timid tabaxi man leads you in the direction of the science department and then right at the end there's like a tiny section on on what was the the in what was the official title you used for physics the when it's magical i was just gonna say theoretical physics but um like oh yeah that was it it was just theoretical I mean... physics <laughs> theoretical <laughs> physics it is magic yeah, i love the idea that theoretical physics is just magic <laughs> <laughs> well i mean in a world where magic works Magic yeah, is physics. Absolutely. Um, I hate I hate that that's the fact that I'm agreeing with you. It on is. That. It, it it is, it is, and I can't even deny it, and that makes me so mad. I hate it. I hate everything. Everything is physics, Ellie. Please, please no. Why? I love I love this. It's great. I don't like the terrible lack of a physics department, but in any case, so you find a section of the library that's dedicated to theoretical physics and an even smaller section uh, that has a couple of books on interplanar research and do you want to check them out yeah i would uh did, did i have to can i just walk in or did i have to introduce myself to the people you can just walk in it's like it's if i think if you had if you wanted to check books out of the library you'd have to produce some kind of student id mm. or identification but in order to just walk in you're completely fine okay well i uh... this is not the library in cambridge if <laughs> that's what you're thinking of which i'm still salty about which library like... in cambridge there's that library in Cambridge where you have to be a student to go in. And I'm like, but I just want to look at the books. I oh, don't... mean the university library? Yes, I just want to look at the books. I mean, Ellie, that was the same in Exeter, wasn't it? Yeah, that's pretty normal, Ellie. The one that looks like a giant kind of communist... It looks like this building, I recommend anyone who hasn't seen it to Google it because it is extremely tall. It towers over the <laughs> landscape and it looks like a brutalist obelisk to... I don't know. It, it, it's a horrendous looking building. It looks like a, a Stalinist monument that has been plonked in the middle of Cambridge. It, yeah, it's... Anyway, um, yeah, I would like to uh, have a look at the planar physics books because... Uh, Morgan has a basic understanding of different planes of reality, but it's 
because you kind of need that for physics to work but uh, she doesn't really it's not her area so she's not really up to scratch on traveling between the planes can you roll me well, what what are you are you are you reading them or are you just kind of skimming them i'm going to get them out and have a skim and see if there's anything that stands out about uh, are these recent books or are these like 30 years old these are recent books okay yeah to have a look for latest advancements in traveling beings between the planes and bringing planes into contact with each other i guess cool in that case can you roll me investigation with advantage because you do this a lot as part of your profession okay well i have plus seven so hopefully this should be good anyway but um that's a 19 or 15 so that is a 26 great just by skim reading you you pick up about four of these books and Mm. just by skim reading them you kind of get a sense of where the this universe is with interplanar research stories of the feywild shadowfell and the elemental planes have been around for hundreds of years occasionally people have like been able to travel between them but they are incredibly hazardous and barely anyone has made it out alive and those that did often struggled to remember what happened to them or really be able to recount anything clearly however in the last decade or so there have been some successful missions sending probes into the planes to find out more info this these kind of technologically magically augmented probes have gathered basic information about the nature of the planes and what kind of monsters might lurk in them so you could you read a description of the elemental plane of fire which sounds very similar to the the place that you saw you read about the Feywild and these creatures called Displacer Beasts. That is their kind of plane of origin. However, nobody has been able to successfully send a... Okay. a I was about to say a human, but a, a humanoid mission to one of those planes <laughs> and brought people back with like lots of quantifiable data. The other thing that you notice is, uh, with a 26, you see that there is one name that keeps cropping up. Um, Dr. Marius Delaware seems to have been the editor or the lead scientist in a lot of these books. And you kind of recognise that name after a quick search through... You're kind of through a uh, uh, like the back of the book to kind of look at the the about the author type stuff. You realise that he is an academic specialising in planar research from your university in Brawl. Ah, okay, cool. However, and yet that and when you hear that, you re- remember like, oh yes, he's an orc. Um, I think you've met him like once at a an academic convention, and you know that this year he's gone on sabbatical uh-huh. uh, to Adavan Lovers. Okay, sabbatical friends. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> sabbatical friends. Well, he he's probably like so far above me in terms of prestige, but um, yes, uh, okay. yeah. But you're pretty good at your stuff. Morgan is going to take some notes. And then compose a letter to Doctor Doctor Delaware. Did you say? Yes. Oh boy, that's that is a name. Um, 
she's going to compose a letter to Dr. Delaware saying that she is Morgan Serenity from the Chronomancy Department in Braw. She's on sabbatical. She's saying a rough description of her observations in Tepmet. Uh, not saying like, oh yeah, I work for Project Arrowways, just saying... I was in Tetmet, I saw these displacer beasts and this fire snake thing, and then I saw this planar weirdness. Is this a thing, or am I... Is this of interest to you, basically, and can you send some information, please? And then gives the address in Atasorbus and hopes that Dr. Delaware will reply, which he may not for multiple reasons. Yeah, don't bother academics when they're on sabbatical, because they might as well not exist. (laughs) Because it's Morgan specifically, I mean. Oh, yeah. She was somewhat infamous, although that doesn't uh, doesn't mean she'll be disliked by this person, but may not be necessarily a good thing. I'm going to disappoint you all and say I don't have, like, a awesome cliffhanger or anything for this, because I didn't know when we, where we were going to finish. Oh, no. Ellie doesn't have a cliffhanger? Ellie doesn't have a cliffhanger, I'm so sorry. We'll just have to find out more about any potential response to this letter and and what the, the tall girls get up to next time. Mm. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Can anyone say anything cool to finish off? I have, like, a thing, but I think it will potentially de... Just say it, and then if you don't like it, we'll yeah. cut it out. Yeah. The power of editing. The the power of editing, but it's also it's it will potentially massively shape what you want to do next session. But um. I will say it anyway because I can always undo it. Maybe like a, a week or so passes, and you all you know possibly spend some time together. I know that um, Morgan and Tosia wanted to do like a joint library trip, and I assume that you spend your downtime pursuing activities that are important to each of your characters individually. Morgan, after about uh, a week, like I said, uh, you get a response from Dr. Delaware. You open it and the letter reads, um, Dear Morgan Aldridge. It would be Morgan Serenity, not Morgan Aldridge. She uses different names for different things. I wasn't sure which one it would be because I thought that was just tieflings, but anyway. Morgan Serenity. Dear Morgan Serenity, thank you so much for your letter and for your interest in Dr. Delaware's research. Oh dear. Unfortunately, Dr. Delaware has recently been murdered and so uh, we have no idea how to answer this question for you. That is the what? Biggest curveball I've ever heard. You were just going to say, oh, he's not not here right now. Yeah, I think it was like he's not here or he's not able to answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> Just dead. Dead. Deck of Many Aces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Ariel Evans, Katie McLeod, and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons, Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, E.K. Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and Still a Piece of Garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. 
If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them. Give us a bell on any of those. Or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com. If you love the music from the show, you can check it out. It's on Chloe Elliott's Bandcamp. You can also search for any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching Deck of Many Aces in most music streaming platforms. If you want to find us elsewhere, there's lots of places on the internet you can do so. You can find both Am and Chloe on uh, Rendezvous with Destiny, our sister podcast. Am also runs a podcast with Will called Date Night Drive-In. And Chloe can be found on Twitch at Chloe underscore with the flow. As for me, I've not got much out on the internet these days, but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what I'm doing in the creative sphere, have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox, it's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye.